Hey everyone, welcome to Mixtape Mixtape. Podcast, podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. And each episode, we pick a topic and we make you a mix. What's this week's topic, Julia? <laughs> this week is a very, very, very specific Christmas mix. Very specific. A very specific Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Sitting home mm-hmm. in my pajamas, I'm not having to—I don't know—put a show on, not put a show on, but like do something <laughs> for someone of you else. Putting a show on, like right? like a with like a puppet show, like with a curtain. <laughs> no, it's a one-woman show. Spotlight on me. No scenery. It, just a long monologue. Just a one long monologue, and then just you know cigarette smoking and, and yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. A chair, just a yeah, chair. The yeah, the the uh, the retail therapy monologues or whatever the, re- <laughs> the retail uh, worker monologues. Um, yeah, I, I get that. I I get that. Not having any fuss and having to do anything that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, we just you know there no, actually nothing eventful happened. Uh, you know, went and got picked up our food and uh, sat down and. And heated up and ate. I made some good cocktails throughout the day, so that was good. Cool. Um, Christina's mom came over, and it was a thing. Mm-hmm. And we just played cards and drank and watched TV, and that was it. Watched TV, cool, and she yeah. spent spent the night, and that was it. And she left the next morning. So there you go. That was it. Yeah. That's over. And it's not a holiday that I care much for anyways. And I think going to my family's house and we're the only vegan ones it yeah. we'd have to bring our own food haul it all over there cook it and stuff anyway so i'm like oh this saves one step so it was it was nice That's cool. um but yeah now it's december and uh it's christmas and it's weird to think that march is only three or four months away now yes and I feel like it's still March. Like I feel like we're stuck in time. Yet yeah, it's, it's colder March. Like yeah. when, when when it when we were in quarantine and it got like like dark out later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or it got it got light out. Or it stayed light till like eight o'clock. It was fine. But now oh, it's totally. like the other night we were watching. I don't know. We were watching The Crown or something like that. And um, and we were just sitting there and it was completely dark. Tris- uh-huh. Christmas tree light is on. You know whatever. We're just watching. The Crown on Netflix, and uh, and then I'm like, man, it feels so late. I'm like, it's six forty-five, <laughs> right? <laughs> six forty-five right now. That, uh, this is yeah. awesome. We're uh, we're amazing. It used to be like like uh, network TV could tell you what time it was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you're like, oh well, you know, whatever. Jeopardy's on. It's only seven o'clock. You know, whatever. But but when you're watching things on Netflix or anything else, which people do now, like I haven't I haven't had network TV in I don't know how long. It's like, dude, it's like a time warp. And the next thing I look at my watch, I'm like, oh, it's quarter to 10. Oh, great. Well, then, you know, I guess I should think about maybe start going to bed. I don't know. <laughs> such an old man. We've <laughs> just finished season four of The Crown. Okay. And have you guys finished it? No. No. Oh. We're on season, we're mid-season We're three. on season three. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but I'm looking forward to it, to getting it over and done with. Oh, it's so with. good. So good. I like so I like good. the young queen better um, <laughs> than I did the other queen, and uh, yeah, and I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm just gonna leave I it like that. the young queen too. Um, I love the way she talks and her accent yeah, is right. Mm-hmm. I've been John's so annoyed with me because I've been mimicking the way she says Philip, <laughs> Philip, <laughs> Philip. She holds her yes. hands, Philip. Um, yes, I like how she <laughs> says things like. Uh, like mischance. <laughs> Surely. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I love her. Um, but I kind of like, uh, like Olivia, 
oh, what's her name? I forget the actress that pay, plays the older queen. She's a great actress, yes. but I kind of wish the whole series um, didn't have um, like household name actors in it. Because I think it. Oh, like Helen Bonham Carter and. Yeah. And then yeah. the woman yeah. that plays Margaret Thatcher um, from X Files comes into it. Oh, Jillian. Oh. Yeah. Jillian and Andy. I. Yeah. And it takes me out of it a little bit. So I like yeah. the no-name actors better. I yeah. did not like Michael Z. Hall as JFK. Yeah, that was lame. That was the weirdest casting also, choice. Also, the Lyndon right? Johnson casting was weird, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's some weird casting there. Although, there's some questionable choices. The guy that played um, the old guy, the guy from Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, John Lithgow. Yeah, he did John really Lithgow. good. He was yeah. great. He was He's amazing great in that. Yeah. 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 Well, if you haven't watched it, it's clearly about the queen. So, uh, audience, <laughs> yeah. so there you go. Um, I guess watch it if you want. I'm not a. I don't. I don't get the royalty. I don't get it. I don't get the. Oh, but, I as hate an American, it more now. like yeah. as an American, either one or the other. Mm-hmm. Okay, either have a monarchy that has powers, or have a have a republic with a, with a parliament that has all the powers. But yeah. this whole thing, we're like, oh, she's powerless, but she still needs to bless things, and then we can totally control her life, but she can't really say anything about it. Like my whole thing is like, your sister wants to get married, great, you're the queen, yeah. so make it happen. Like I'm uh, the queen, just do what I say. Makes absolutely no sense. She makes has, no sense. but it's like she has to sign off on things, but she can't because the church won't sign off on it. Right. So right, like, right. she really has no power. Like it just bothers me that the the church has so much power. And in if all she's of that. the head of the if she's the head of the of the Church of England, should she not? have to like perform in that in that capacity as like and give masses and things like i don't understand like the pope is still kind of a scholar and he has to know all about it that just tells me what kind of a sham all of that stuff is it's like oh well this guy had to create his own church so he could get divorced and so now we have our own church and there's really nothing that goes along with that like there's you don't have to you don't have you don't have to get sent look if you're if you're in if you're in the line of succession to be the queen or the king you don't have to go to theological theologian school or, or, you know, you don't have to like go to the, the seminary at all. You don't have to take political science classes. You don't have to do any of that. You just, here you are, here you are. You're just granted, you know, it's yep. just dumb. Over. It makes no sense, <laughs> but such a good show. Everyone yeah, watch good, it. It's a good show. Yeah. It's a good show. I like it. Um, like it. let's see what so, else. Oh yeah. So we should talk about the topic. We said it's a very specific Christmas. So um, I can I can see the poster like the very special Christmas comps that you they used to have. Remember when those <laughs> were a big deal? Volume um, four. Volume fourteen, volume whatever, and it's a it's a very specific Christmas. We were talking about Christmas songs and how how many there actually are. There's so many Christmas songs that are out there, but they're all kind of the same songs, right? It's totally. Like, you know, so uh, Julia and Christina had the idea. Why not? We pick the same song and just play the different versions of that song. Julie's going to pick a song and I'm going to pick mm-hmm. a song. And we're going to just listen to different versions of those songs over the years. So tune off, tune out now. <laughs> it's not if it's not the song you like, then yeah, exactly. you're out. Um, it was actually kind of hard. And it's not White Christmas. So we're not playing White Christmas or Baby It's Cold Outside. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we are playing white Christmas, but, um, anyways, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I told you this. Oh, was um, it white Christmas? I yeah, so, I chose white oh, Christmas. Sorry. Sorry, it, I, I, I was it. hoping for other songs, but I found it hard, at least on Spotify, I couldn't find a lot of covers for the songs that I wanted right. or the ones that I found were terrible and like too embarrassing Most of mine to are pretty even bad, play. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I ended up with that song. Uh, oh, before right. we jumped into the to it, though, I do want to talk about mixtapes. Yes, let's um, do that. So for the holidays, I'm doing or we're doing custom mixtapes again. I think we're going to um, give everyone like a week to let us know if you want one. And then it'll give us time to ship them out and hopefully get there before Christmas. Yeah. Um, so if you want a gift for someone... Um, we can make you a custom mixtape or if there's a show that you're really into uh, or an episode that we did that you're really into, we can give you like an expanded mixtape on it. Um, so just like if if you were doing this before, uh, yeah. you know, like we did it before for different charities uh, where, you know, you just like like Julie said, pick the episode or suggest one. Say, hey, I want songs for tobogganing 
or yeah. feeding reindeer we'll, or uh, we'll skateboarding in the snow. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> it is you want. Like it doesn't have to be a winter mix. I guess it could be whatever. Oh, totally. It can be any mixtape. You want to make your girlfriend a mixtape for Christmas, but you're not creative enough. Give it to us. We'll make you a mixtape. Strip tease mixtape for your aunt that gets drunk for the holidays. Perfect. <laughs> right so mixtapes are going to be $12. Um, 12 bucks. 12 bucks for a custom mixtape. And we are actually going to give 100% of the donations uh, to Save Our Stages this time. So yes. Save Our Stages is really the driving force behind um, trying to keep music venues in business and independent music venues in business. As you know, I really feel like this was the entertainment industry was hit the hardest, especially um not only musicians, but a lot of these people are gig workers and don't have insurance, don't have this or that. And, you know, unemployment's been ridiculous to try to get a hold of. So it's a lot of people have been struggling. So this is one way to help them. Well, and the reality of it is, is that, uh, you know, most people, for most people who get into the gig work that is, you know, music venues, it's kind of a privilege just to get a job. In that, like, oh, I love I love venue work, and you start off at very low pay, and you may work out to mediocre pay at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. very, very seldom do you climb the ladder to where you're, you know, you're, you have enough to, you know, get a pad, and you know, with, doesn't have a roommate. You know what I mean? So people mm-hmm. are people struggle anyway. And then totally when venues who let's say you're a bar and you're like a bar like Alex's bar, for example, right there in Long Beach, that mm-hmm. um, you know they're a bar, they don't serve food. So they're indoor. Great. Yeah. And they're mostly a music venue. Well, they're screwed. You know what yeah, I mean? Because they, totally. they were screwed so so many different ways. Poor Alex. Um, you know, and so they expanded out in their parking lot. And I believe even that now is closed. So it is. LA is under know. like a stricter um, stay at home order. So yeah. outdoor, yeah. all dining within a restaurant is closed at this point. Right. So, um, yeah, it's like we said, a lot of these independent venues, it's not just paying rent for the venue. It's paying the bartenders that haven't been able to work. It's paying Mm -hmm. the sound guy. It's paying, um, I don't know. The security staff, staff. the doorman. Yeah. Security. Yeah. The booker, the, you know, I mean, everybody, the the line cook that's there, you know, or whoever, whoever, whoever's the, the, the guy who organized and, and who organizes all the merch, you know what I mean? And it's I mean, likely going to be one of the last um, businesses, I guess you could say, yes. or industries to get back to work. Yes, because even even when you get in a vaccine, which is the, the glimmering hope that's there, yeah. you still have to treat society as if nobody's had it, had the vaccine mm-hmm. for a while in order to get society caught up. Right. So, yeah, it's going to be a long road for uh, for venues. So that's why this this charity worked out. It's a great idea that Julie had. So. Um, for it. And let's, yeah, so uh, uh, set, message us. Stuff. Yeah, yeah message us. Message if you're friends with Mike. Message Mike if you're friends with producer Christina and message her. Um, you'll see posts about it. Um, but yeah, we'll give you like a week deadline. Hopefully it'll take me a week or less to flip it and then we'll get them it's out. It's a calendar you. week, not a, not a deadline that's wishy-washy. It's a strong yep. deadline, but it'll be a week long. Yes, <laughs> ish. <laughs> but thank you for letting me do my spiel you should go first with this week's topic okay i will i will go first then i don't care i'll do what i want uh okay wow you're very Um, passionate about christmas songs so um my song that is my absolute favorite 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 christmas song uh, Uh is uh is uh it's called it's christmas and in parentheses baby please come home so not the first song I ever heard about Christmas, uh, not the first Christmas rock song I ever heard, but uh-huh. one of my favorites. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I think it's it's actually a good pop song anyway. And it just and I like the way the backup singers go, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part. So anyway, um, I'm going to play the original one, which okay. I didn't hear until uh, I probably saw it in Gremlins or, or I think it was in Gremlins. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I didn't hear it till later on, uh, but uh, it, it is still one of my favorites. It's actually by Darlene Love, uh, who was one of Spil- Phil Spector's um, singers. But here it goes. Darlene Love with Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. Baby, please come home. 
up and he starts doing that while patting his face and stuff i love that like little note of the song too um but this i was looking up songs it's the most recorded christmas song ever yes. mm-hmm. i think it has over 500 different versions for, or for covers a, of it for a while it was the best-selling song of like mm-hmm. all time because when it came out you know it was uh i think it was right after the war or whatever it is it's some statistic that's like that and Feel free to look it up at your leisure if you're listening to this. You know, you got the Googles right there. But for a while, it was like the, the number one selling single of all time. Like, That's crazy. nuts. It's and the nuts. movie, actually, I grew up uh, watching the movie um, with my folks. It was on like Channel 13 or Channel 11 or whatever, Channel 9, whatever it was Wait, this the time. is a movie? White Christmas? You've, wait, you've I've never seen never, White Christmas the movie? No. Oh, Had girl, no please. clue. Girl, please. Girl, Okay. I'm you writing a note. It. It's, it's a movie. So it's, it's you know, okay, whatever. It's Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. So it's one of these, you know, musicals, whatever. Mm-hmm. But some of the other songs are really great in it, too. And it's kind of like they're vaudeville kind of performers. And they find out their uh, their old, you know, Catskill Mountain Lodge place where they used to play is going to have to close if they don't, you know, do, you know, get something. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a break in two kind of a thing where they got to save miracles. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like that only they got to save the lodge and so they go up and they're big time stars now so they go up there and they put on a show and it's really good it's really good. I, I mean, had no clue you know no yeah. clue no it's great and they and they sing white christmas in it so obviously huh. there you go i will look for that now mm-hmm. um but we'll play i'll play the original version first and then we'll play um a couple other songs cool by it but the original i have is by the drifters i hope this is the right version mm, i think bing crosby sang the original but okay Oh, well, I screwed up. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Christmas. I'm of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know those streets up listen yeah that's the yeah that definitely is a doo-wop kind of a version yeah, of it for sure but yeah the original so yeah the original uh christina found out was you know obviously by bing bing crosby originally recorded by bing crosby and from the movie in 1942 so that makes more sense uh totally being that because it was during the war right and so yeah it, it became a, a war hit like you know if you're in the South Pacific, you're probably dreaming of a white Christmas. So there you go. Totally. My bad. Um, I think I just really like that Home Alone version. No, I so. think, you know, I think I think the Home Alone version is great. Home Alone is one of those films that I've seen twice in my life. And I saw it when I was a kid and I saw it again mm-hmm. like two years ago. And I'm good. Like, it doesn't have really? that same effect with me. I, I think of Joe Pesci as like this such an evil killer and such a brutal person that yeah. it's hard for me to watch him in that role. It's like John Hamm. After watching Mad Men like three different times, the whole series three different times, I can't see John Hamm be funny. He's not funny. He's yeah. too cool. He's just it's, way too cool for that. Sean Connery can't be a comedian. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm just saying. Like you know, there's a movie the, that John Hamm's in that was really good. Something Motel, the Sundown Motel. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. Sorry, the Hotel Royale. Something like that, where it's like an old um, roadside motel, and all these strangers get trapped there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I watched it on a plane when Me we were coming too. back from somewhere. Is it like fun time at the <laughs> Royal at the El Royale or something? Royal. El Royale, yeah. Where, where the the lobby is split in the middle. There's a Reno side and a Tahoe uh-huh. side. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Hey, that movie yeah. was so good, and he was good in that because he was kind of a bad guy in that movie yes. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that was good, but yeah, him and like. Um, was he in like bridesmaids and stuff where he's just kind of goofy? Yeah, like just it's goofy. Just, it's weird. Or Thirty Rock, he was goofy. You know, yeah. like, I liked his part in Thirty Rock. It was literally two lines. Yeah, <laughs> Haven't well. I fired you yet? Okay, so okay, what's uh, your next song? My next song uh, is actually the same song. So uh, <laughs> oh, this is the first one. The first time I'd ever heard this. Um, when I was kind of like coming into my own as a as a I don't know like a sixth grader or fifth grader or whatever. I was like I. I wanted a stereo for Christmas, like an actual stereo that was mine that I could have in my room. Uh-huh. And my mom bought me one. Like I was totally shocked. Uh, and it was like one of these all in one kind of stereo units. I had a two cassette player, had a radio tuner and an EQ and it had a, a 
it had a uh, what do you call it a record player on top and kind cool. of thing and it came with two speakers and had this little cabinet you had to put it in and stuff it was like it was like a house system but it was for my room and i remember thinking like wow i'm never gonna leave my room and turned out i didn't i didn't leave my room for a long time because that thing was there until i was probably like 18 or 19 and then when i actually started buying components and stuff for my own but the uh, but uh one of the first things i bought or i got with it was the a very special christmas cassette um it was oh, like a little cassette cool. and it has the keith herring painting on the front mm-hmm. you know and i remember thinking this is so cool like wow this is great and the first time, the first track on that is uh, "Christmas Time" um, in Hollis right, with, from Run DMC. Yeah. But the next track is this one, and it's a uh, it's "Christmas Baby Please Come Home" by U2. And so, I first heard it, I'm like, "Wow, U2!" Uh, like, I I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of U2, but I just thought it was this is really cool because the song kind of rocks, and they made a a rocking song out of a Christmas song. So here it is, uh, "Christmas Baby Please Come Home" from U2. that was the first time i heard that song was a youtube version so i always yeah, think of too. them when i hear this song and right. I, I i really enjoy their version and same thing i'm not a youtube fan but i um i really enjoy this song or i'm not a big youtube fan They're you know what i i was talking to somebody about this i went to see you two um at the rose bowl a couple years ago just because um, they were playing Joshua Tree all the way through. And I'm oh, not a U2 okay. fan as much as I am a Joshua Tree fan. Like, yeah. I think that's a great record. Yeah. A, they have a couple really good records. And uh, I think for for a band like U2, they, denied, they went for years denying that they were the biggest rock band in the world by being this wannabe Americana-like band. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they, and, and when they finally gave up that ghost and just realize, oh, we can do anything. We have the money to do anything. We could do multiple nights at stadiums. We could put on a crazy show. That's when, like, Zuropa and, and, you know, all the all that stuff, Octung Baby and that album and stuff came out. And one of the biggest albums of all time, probably. And, you know, I like it, but it's not Joshua Tree. <laughs> and the no. rest of their albums, I've seen them live probably three or four times now. And... um I, you know they're they're great and i know the words all the songs and it's awesome but uh, i'm not i'm not necessarily a big big u2 guy no but, i don't uh, that song is i don't cool. think i have any desire to see them i think yeah. i'm good yeah no good. I, and, and i get that plus there's plenty of opportunities i mean you could see rattle and hum and you could see a lot of these other things and if it doesn't hold your attention then don't go see it because it's not you know it's it it's the same <laughs> it's the same <laughs> essentially essentially yes. um okay my next version of White Christmas comes from a band who you wouldn't expect to have a Christmas album from. Um, it's Bad Religion. Oh, yeah. And they have a whole Christmas album with a lot of very religious songs on it um, or hymns. Oh, the irony. Oh, the yeah. irony. Love them. They can do no wrong to me. Yeah, so I, I love that band. But here's a Bad Religion's version. my first foray into more like modern punk rock um, mm-hmm. when I was a kid and going to see, I think it was against the grain. I think it was that album. Um, and, you know, and seeing them live and kind of watching their crowds grow to like yeah. sell out. It used to be like, Oh, the line early on only went to, you know, the edge of the marquee at the Palladium. And then the next time you saw him, it went to the edge of the parking lot. And then the next time you saw him, it went down the block, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a thing. And um, so for that, I, I really like Bad Religion. I think that they've brought um, intellectual an intellectualism to punk rock that, that was not missing but just not prevalent. And I think that uh, 
you know, I mean, when I was a kid, this is the kind of dorky kids I hung out with. Okay. I always say I was, I, I hung out with white sheep instead of black sheep. I don't know if <laughs> it okay. without, without, without becoming a thing. Uh, but, um, but like my, my friends would print out all the words they didn't know that were in bad religion songs and study them for the SATs. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, it, you know, uh, phantasmal myriads of same bucolic birth. Oh, great. What's same bucolic birth? Oh, let's figure that out. That's <laughs> the you know. So I really like Bad Religion a lot. And their Christmas album gets a start from uh, the Acoustic Christmas, where uh, for years K Rock had the Acoustic Christmas, where it was acoustic, where you had mm-hmm. to be acoustic. And in, I think it was 1993, Bad Religion had a really big album called Recipe for Hate that was out. And they were the first band that they allowed them to actually play electric at that. And then from that oh, moment okay, on, cool. it was a it was a holiday concert. It wasn't acoustic. It was acoustic. It was called almost acoustic Christmas. Almost after that, acoustic. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So they were. That's because of bad religion. So. Cool. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Here for it. Yep. Here for it. Ready to do it. Um, <laughs> so because you play that version and it sounds like a lot like uh, the intro to Beat on the Brat uh, by the Ramones. I'm going to oh, play yeah, the Joe. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to play the Joey Ramone version of Christmas Baby Please Come Home. So here it is. Pretty lights on the tree. I'm watching them You should be here with me. that version mostly because of his voice um what i found is a lot of these songs sound the same like the thing about recording a christmas song as a cover is like you don't have to put much effort into it i feel like you're just basically singing the song verbatim and um so it's helpful when people like joey ramone have a very distinct voice because it it sets the song apart from other versions of it that sound exactly the same yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. And and in the end, you know, it's in the end, it, it's just sad because Joey Ramone was such kind of a tragic figure, too. You know what I mean? And like, just mm-hmm. I, I mean, can you imagine growing up as Joey Ramone, like being looking the way Joey Ramone looks and sounding the way he sounds and being as yeah. timid as he was, you know, and it is it, so. Uh, yeah, it's it's he definitely was a unique voice. So I appreciate that for that reason. And also because it sounds good. I like the way it's recorded. It's actually recorded. Um, I was playing on, on on my iPad here just to just to as a reference, and it's recorded in stereo. So there's parts of it that were on the left speaker and parts of it that were on the right speaker. Oh, interesting! <laughs> in the beginning, so I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Did not know that. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. part of it was kind of muted and really low on the mix, and the other part came out. It was kind of fun. Anyway, that's a real Phil Spector uh, who recorded the uh, original <laughs> version I did um, uh, that I played. It's kind of like an you know, throw back to that, that kind of production. But anyway. Coolio. Cool. Um, I'm going to choose the Partridge family. Uh-oh. Um, in my quest to find songs that don't sound exactly like the original, uh, thank you, the Partridge family, for delivering. It's a very 70s vibe to them. And I, I don't know. It was just good. Let's listen. Let's hear it. So I'm a little, um, I don't know anything about the Partridge family. I never watched the show. Uh, you and, didn't? Uh, oh. No, no, I never did. And I never really got, I maybe one or two in my whole life. Uh-huh. Um, I understand that they were huge. Like I, I get conceptually that they were big um, and the people loved them. It, it was before my time. And then the nostalgia, I missed it. Like I missed it. Yeah. I was already kind of doing my own thing. And I, Same with like the monkeys. I don't, I never really watched the monkeys and I never was really into that either. So, I only you know. like the monkeys because they do they're on a soundtrack for a movie I like and they talk mm. about him. So if you ever seen now and then they play the monkeys on there and I really like okay. it. But and I only know of the monkeys because of the Brady Bunch. 
Oh, right? Really? Didn't Davy Jones come to Marsha's high school or something? Yeah, and, she was really yeah, she's yeah. hung up on him, I think. Yeah, right, so that's I think that's the only reason why I know. I know and same. Like I think I liked the Partridge family, but I may have only caught a couple episodes here and there where like I think I really watched the Brady Bunch all the time. And Me too. That I watched the Brady Bunch a lot the and then like yeah. if it, you're talking about um that's kind of how I knew it was time to go outside, I think. It's like in the morning I get up and I watch Flipper and Gentle Dan that we're on or whatever. Yeah. And then the, then like Parks family come on and be like, all right, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go ride my bike or, you know, tired of being cooped up. Let's get out of the house. Yeah. So, so yeah, funny. Uh, I didn't, I didn't have that. I, I wasn't, I wasn't huge on that. And then in the afternoon you'd come in and like, I'd watch Twilight Zone or I'd you know, whatever was on, you know, cause people, yeah. don't, people don't get it. Like no joke. And, and I hate to be like in my day, but, no joke. That's when I was where a kid, we are. There was only like six channels. Like, you know what I mean? There mm-hmm. was like, you had uh, ABC, NBC, you know, whatever, who would play show operas or game shows. And you had Channel 5 who played like Reruns. the Family and shit like that. Yeah. 13 and Channel 9. And so like those were the ones and those are the ones that played like, you know, they played like Divorce Court. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yes. whatever it was, like stuff like that. So the independent shows. I mean... You know, Channel Nine was the station that did the Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. So, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. You're totally local right. LA TV was alive and well then. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna do. I think the next one I'm gonna do is uh, do a little more modern version, um, as interpreted by Death Cat for Cutie. So let's do that one. Here it comes. The snow's coming down. I'm watching it fall Watching the people around Baby, please come home The church bells in town They're ringing a song I love Death Cab, so I have nothing bad to say about that song. Yeah, if you're a fan of Ben Gibbard's voice, then, you know, really anything. Ben Gibbard has one of those voices in his writing style, too, that's like, if you're a fan of his, you're going to consume everything. Like, you know, I mean, there's not like there's no casual Death Cab fans. I don't think there's anybody who's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, they either they like love it. Oh, it's great. And they want to hear more or they, they, you know, it's not for you. So, yeah. Aren't you a huge Death Cab fan? You're a yeah, big like Death Cab fan, right? Like, yeah, I like Death Cab. Yeah. I oh do. no, you like Jimmy World. I get and I like Jimmy World up. too. I like Jimmy I World too. I think, uh, I think Jimmy World's a really underrated band, actually. Uh, you know. I How are they underrated? They're like, they're on every single um, radio I don't station. They, I don't. Okay, cause I don't think they get the critical acclaim that somebody like Death Cab would get. You know what I mean? Whereas they have uh, more commercial success for a couple of songs or whatever. Uh-huh. But I don't think they get, and that's just my opinion. I, I don't think that, I don't think that Jim Atkins gets. Um, nearly enough run for being a writer that he is because he's written some really great songs so and continues to even on their new records i listen to new records and i'm like oh well there's some i don't like but there's there's always one or two little gems on there you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. anyway but you know uh death cab is kind of like that too you know so so i'm into it uh what you got next then i don't want to play all the good ones i know right okay we're gonna play um I mean, he covered it, so I guess I got to play it. And it's one of the few versions that I found. Um, Iggy Pop covered White Christmas. You have a problem with Iggy Pop now? No, no, no. I'm not playing this because I like it. I'm playing it because... Because it fits your criteria? (laughs) Fits the criteria. you don't like Iggy Pop? So wait, you're saying you don't like Iggy Pop? Or you do? I really do like Iggy Pop. I just don't like him singing this song. Gotcha. Okay. You, You let me know what you think of this. Gotcha. Okay. some glass and, and get into it with <laughs> I, maybe it's a concept album I think Tom Waits I, is with it no I don't know like let me look up the uh let's go to album they were, we would have credited Tom Waits if Tom Waits was in it but yeah he's not credited on this it came out in 
well, I mean, it was uploaded to Spotify in 2009. Like, hmm. I don't understand this version. Iggy Pop and Tom Waits are, are friendly, though. They're friends. They were yeah. in that movie Coffee and Cigarettes. Did you ever see that movie? No. Uh, where they, it's, Coffee and Cigarettes is a black and white film. Is it by Jar, Jarmuch? I don't know who it's by. But uh, basically, it's, uh, I think it came out in 2003, 2004, uh-huh. something like that. And it's, it's basically just people talking about coffee while they're smoking cigarettes and it's black and white and there's all these different vignettes but one of them is tom waits and iggy pop talking about you know at Interesting. A diner talking about yeah it's it's are it's, they in cars uh with comedians too they are not they're just oh. in diners and other weird places <laughs> but <laughs> but it's kind of cool to see all these like people you wouldn't expect that are together you know well i guess yeah you expect tom waits and iggy pop but whatever interesting anyway. yeah um so okay that, that, they're not, not all winners not, not all winners favorite. yeah I'm going to do uh, this one. I'm not a fan of this band because if you were to play this band and to play of uh, Monsters and Men or whatever, and maybe one other one like all together, I wouldn't be able to pick which one were which <laughs> out of the crowd. But they did the song, and I, you know, it sounds as if one of those bands did the song. So, <laughs> again, not one of my favorites, but I was recorded at Electric Ladyland Studios in New York. That's all it says here. So, here's the Lumineers with uh, Christmas. Baby, please come home. The church bells in town are ringing in song, full of happy sounds. Baby, please come home. It's singing deck the halls, but it's not like Christmas at all don't mind that band what i forget the name of their hit song um but i always really liked that song and that's a really good are they the da 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 i think so that one yeah yeah no yeah yeah i think that's them but that's a good cover it's very i don't want to say bluesy but he has a good soulful voice i would say that i would say it's i would say he has a soulful voice actually and that was um that was a, you know, actually hearing it now uh, was a pleasant surprise, actually. It, I actually really like the guy's voice. So, um, yeah, if we can stop wearing hats and vests, I think it would be fine. Like, if we could just wear the guy, <laughs> put the guy in a T-shirt and some jeans, I think it would be okay. <laughs> there you go. Hold on. I can't leave the house. Let me make sure I have my waistcoat on. And Like, there's no functionality to a waistcoat or a vest isn't. at this point. No, there isn't. Unless you're a thin person that needs to bulk up. I don't know. Yeah, or it's uh, or, or to put it's your pocket you watch, maybe to put your pocket watch, <laughs> yeah. your big hat that you put on, uh, mm-hmm. or if somebody in your group has roughy, ruffly sleeves, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know, but uh, anyhow, a pirate shirt, so, a pirate, um. yeah, <laughs> hello, it's, it's so fun. <laughs> um, since your song was kind of soulful, I'm gonna uh play Sharon Jones and the Dap King's version Ooh, of word. White Christmas. Okay. I like that. That's great. Yeah. Sharon King, the Dap King. So Sharon, Sharon Jones, and the Dap, Sharon King, and the Dap Jones. <laughs> uh, I'm always a fan of hers. So that's yeah. that's really great. She she really was like one of the last sh- like show people. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. one of the last showman. You know, type of performer where you know the band introduces her. It's like put your hands together. Yeah, you know it was a show. It was a it was it was a real performance when you exactly when you saw them really super cool so that's yeah really good really good and i like one. that it was kind of upbeat kind of exactly poppy. a lot Not of these poppy, can be like oh god Ugh. yeah Ugh. what's with the hot indie butter bands? rum is getting to me indie bands or indie artists covering christmas songs but they make them like the saddest most depressing christmas songs ever yeah yeah like, well fun. let's be honest most indie acts are sad sack shit birds anyway let's be real <laughs> Whoa. You, know, Whoa. you know it's like i get look man i get it i get it your dad does not accept you i understand 
Okay, can we get over it? That's why I never, I never, I could never get into like Linkin Park or any of those bands. It's like all no. the songs are just about like hating yourself and not being accepted and hating your dad. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I'm over it. All right. Ugh, oh, I don't like soon. that style of music, anyways. Yeah. that's not yeah, my either. thing. Me neither. Not uh, my anyway. thing. And oh, they, they could. They we got, got the flipped off again. <laughs> I know, right? Sorry. Sorry, Sorry. Christina. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, all right. My next one is going to be because I like the artist. Um, I like I like Katie Tunstall a lot. Um, I think uh, Katie Tunstall's got a rad story. You know, she's a she's a um, uh, was she Chinese and her dad is Scottish or something. Oh, and she grew cool. up in a house with a deaf uh, sibling, and so mm-hmm. they never played music in the house. So like she didn't she found a passion for music later and then just started busking and that's how we know katie tunstall today uh, with basically her guitar and a little looping pedal and like slamming her feet against a box that's how she she uh she cut her whole first record that way and it was played everywhere but anyway this is a same song christmas baby please come home uh, by katie tunstall Oh, you played Katie, Katie Tunstall. Tunstall. <laughs> um, I like that version. It was different. Yeah. It was a good, uh, a good um, mix into that. What was her like hit song? It was called "The Black Horse and the Cherry Tree." Was her big song. She also had another song called. Um, if if you listen to the you go on Spotify and listen to her first okay. two songs, you'd be like, "I was in a Starbucks and heard this." Like, you know what I mean? But when she, she started, she got really big, and she started out like a KCRW like really small small act really small got it she didn't do like a song for a popular tv show or something she might that wasn't was that she do ally mcbeal no i don't remember no that was but i feel like that was that was way before her time she came out probably the 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 mid 2000s like mid 2000 i don't know who i'm thinking of then but um but she she basically what i love about her is that you could just tell uh you got all these people who can sing right and they can perform Mm -hmm. Um, but you could tell the difference between a, a rehearsed and established set list player and somebody who has to sing for their supper. It's totally different. And she's one of those who just drop her anywhere. Just drop her anywhere. She's kind of like Glenn Hansard that way or whoever mm-hmm. else, you know, like these people that started busking and just put them anywhere. Uh, they want to do an in-store. Great. All I need is a guitar. I'm good. You know, That's I why it. I really liked Jewel when Jewel yeah, came Jewel's out. Yeah, Jewel's like that. Jewel is actually her. one of those performers, yeah. right? One of these buskers that can just go mm-hmm. out and do that. Um, you know, so she's uh, she's really, really super unique. Uh, and I like on that, I actually like on that track, she uses a Gretsch on there. You can really hear this really hollow body guitar sound. It's really cool. But anyway, so, so your turn. So her Hold song there. that was um, used was called suddenly i see and it was in the beginning of devil wears prada devil wears prada there it is i know that song okay that's suddenly i I get it now you're welcome thank you this is why we pay you the big bucks yep (laughs) or the zero bucks (laughs) um Okay. okay so what am i gonna play i have so many options and i'm kind of torn between playing something really stupid did Morrissey and something good. No. No. I'm, I'm going to play something really stupid. Morrissey's so. banned. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of banned, isn't he? Um, okay. We're going to play. No, I don't want to support her. Uh, let's play the Beach Boys version. Ooh, like great. Yeah. That's going to be great because Ryan Wilson's good. Any of the old Beach Boys stuff, 
absolutely yeah. it's just wonderful it really i mean i i never use the word wonderful but uh-huh. it's just so good like the, his his subtle nuances layering the vocals the way it's recorded it's just he's Brian Wilson's just he's a genius. He really is great, and I'm not and I'm not saying I'm a crazy huge Beach Boys fan where I've owned the records. No, Pet Sounds, I own that. It's I own a couple so other good. things. Yeah, but yeah, I, and I just uh, on par with the Beatles any day. On par with you know any of the any of the best in their genre. He he's got to be in the conversation in the top five. Has to be. Yeah, he's just so good. I become so, a bigger fan this year i started listening to them more and yeah pet yeah. sounds is such a dreamy album i love yeah. it so oh. much and, and so good. The, the thing that sucks about the beach boys i think is that is that brian wilson was so just the way he was raised you know kind of like where his dad was a sports dad and instead of doing sports they did this band and mm-hmm. so much of his life was in competition like oh i want to be bigger than the Beatles. I have to be bigger than this, or my song has to gross more, or has to do this. And it pushed him. But, you know, his biggest claim to fame, even if you watch all the all the all the um all the Beach Boys documentary, there's there's a couple of good ones that are out there. And you watch them and it's like they, they basically take clips from the same interviews because Brian Wilson never does interviews anymore. But mm-hmm. they take these the clips and he's like, you you ask you ask Paul McCartney, he'll tell you that's his favorite record. Okay. Well so like, dude, yeah. you put out a beautiful <laughs> record, man. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, who cares if Paul McCartney likes it? He likes it because he has ears. Like, it's a great record. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, doesn't matter who likes it, you know? So, anyway, I just, I I, I wish that uh, he had more of a, I don't know, more of a self-esteem, I guess, but whatever. Yeah, Parents, you fuck up your kids, work. man. You do your mm-hmm. best, but you just mess up your kids. <laughs> just don't have kids. Don't yeah. have kids. And then the whole thing, he kind of relates to the first song I played. Uh, the first version of my song was recorded by Phil Spector, and Phil Spector, before um, he was a murderer, um, you yeah. know, has pulled guns on several people, including Brian Wilson. So in the 70s, <laughs> in the early 70s, he like pulled a gun on him and, you know, didn't want him to leave the studio at one point or whatever. I mean, and 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 Brian Wilson was like, this guy is crazy. And He's Brian insane. Wilson is telling yeah. you that. And Brian, Brian Wilson's Wilson. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying hello. Uh, if this guy yeah. is judging, geez, you better listen. So uh, oh, good boy. choice, though, man. Uh, I'm going to end it. It's my last song. Okay. And since you always say, I have a type of song that I like, or I have a type of band that I like, or whatever, I'm yeah. getting out of that, and I'm going to play something that I probably wouldn't listen to myself, but man, does it make me want to dance. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for Here it. Here is uh, Christmas Baby Please Come Home by Cher off of, uh-huh. the, <laughs> off of the Rosie O'Donnell Christmas record. Sharon Rosie, you're singing this. Why? And if Why? you, if you Why? like, uh, do you believe in life after love? Um, Who doesn't? You'll love this. You will love this. Hey, girl, get it, girl. Here it comes. <laughs> singing dead the hall, but it's not like Christmas. the best version of the song you've played all I night. I think so. I, let's, you know, hey, and uh, like my good friend John Panel says, when it comes to musical acts or any other acts, funny beats good. That is funny and hilarious. The fact that we got Rosie O'Donnell doing the... Uh, <laughs> Auto-tune? The, You're singing Dick the Harrells. <laughs> Whatever she does, the auto-tune. Oh, she sounds God. like 2 chains. She's <laughs> I love it. I love camp. I love camp, yes, and they're yes. both so campy. I love it so much. You know who else is? Uh, I'm just looking at the. Um, it's a rosy Christmas, so it's Rosie and uh, and uh, so Cher, she's singing. She's. Singing I wonder if it. this is when Rosie had her own talk show. Probably yes. Probably. Um, I used to watch that all the time. I love that. I did too with her little koosh balls that she uh-huh. used to toss in the. That was what? her, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody else. Oh, so there's Celine Dion and Cher also do a song on here. Love and it. And Trisha Yearwood and Billy Joel. Um, mm. um, like Elton John and NSYNC. Love it. Together. And Rosemary Clooney and Ange- Angelica Pickles. I don't know who that is, but okay. <laughs> I so. love that. Angelica Pickles <laughs> is from the Rugrats. 
Oh, okay, gotcha. There it is. All right, perfect. perfect. So it's a cartoon character. <laughs> awesome. That's and, oh, okay. So this explains it. Uh, it's Elmo and Gloria Estefan do one as well. Uh, but I thought it was Elmo, like Elmo that the, he. There used to be a comedian called Elmo Phillips. That was emo. Emo, emo Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. I so mean, why go. am I? Why am I even going to play a song after this? I seriously. Uh, you're welcome, America. You're welcome. Merry makes me feel good everybody. it makes me want to dance, mm-hmm. dance. <laughs> oh god uh yeah i really don't want to play another song because that's kind of a good one to end it on um you're welcome yeah you don't have I think to we're gonna we've heard it. your song enough yeah. we've heard your song yeah. enough we don't need this to hear is, any more of your songs this is our mixtape so we're only doing 13 songs okay you're not gonna play the original like screw it i ain't playing the original <laughs> To me, that's the original because that's probably the first time I heard that song was on Home Alone. And then you know what's funny is from uh, A Rosy Christmas, now that'll be the first time all of us, that's the only version we're going to ever want to hear. Play White Christmas. Do you have the Rosie O'Donnell version? Listens on that album are going to jump up so high this this season. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, Yeah. they are. (laughs) Starting the year off right. So, okay, cool. So Uh, remember remember everyone about the uh, about the because we're not going to have a lot of time to promote it. So this is the only time you're probably going to hear it on the podcast. Um, or maybe not. Maybe we'll do a mini. But, we'll probably uh, do a mini, yeah. Yeah, we'll do a mini. Okay, so this is one of the only times you're going to be reminded to do it. So make a note if you uh, have a specific specific uh, playlist you want, whether it be holiday list, whether it be uh, maybe you just want to do like one side of jazz saxophone. I don't know, whatever it is, just let us know and we'll we'll come up with a mix for you and put it together and you get it on cassette and you get to help a really great cause for the holidays. So every little bit helps. So uh, please do that. Send that yeah, in. please. And then if you have any other versions of these two songs that we haven't played that you think we should have oh, played, yeah. let us know. Because yes. um, <clears throat> there's so many out there. and oh, there are so many. Spotify doesn't have everything, so... I'm looking at Tell it like us. just looking at mine. There's uh-huh. all kinds of songs. There's the insane version. There's uh, there's all you know, kinds of stuff. You know, there's I found a murder by death version of your song that I actually oh, really? really liked. Yeah, it was really good. Hmm. Um, that that's what made me want to choose that song, but then I couldn't find enough of the others that that. Um, oh, I gotcha. Okay. That okay. I didn't do it, but good mix. This is our Christmas episode. There's many more. You can go back to Spotify. And listen to the playlist for all the other episodes. Just uh, look up the title of the show, um, which I forget what they are. Go to our iTunes or Apple podcast and you can find all of our episodes and listen to them there. You can go to our website and listen to them. We'll start posting links and on Instagram for them too, just so you can go back and listen to those. Um, Mike, do you have anything going on with your band? Um, yes, uh, we have a, um, on, I believe it is the 14th of December. We're coming out with, uh, an EP, a a digital download EP that will have one special song on it. That's not released yet. So, um, we have that, uh, for Bite Me Bambi coming out. And so that'll be on iTunes and everywhere else. Uh, so a lot of the songs are the same versions that you already have. If you've downloaded them one by one, that's great. But this is a package where they all come together and you get another song with it. And that kind of leads its way into there'll be another video actually being released, um, you know, later on in December uh, for the unreleased track. So cool. And again, that. like with saving the stage or save the stages, it's helping musicians too. I think, um, at this point, the only way a band can make money, I think, is through merch. So yeah. help yeah. support these bands and artists uh, Yeah, and if, if you're so inclined and you want to throw some cash and get a T-shirt or, or yeah. um, you know, the digital download, or we actually have, I have these really cool Bite Me Bambi, um, and we still have, like, we still have probably, like, 20 of them left for my original order. I had to order a bunch, but they're uh, actually hooligan, like, they're made from the same company who makes all the hooligan scarps. Uh, in cool. uh, for, for the soccer team, but it's Bite Me Bambi scarves. They're really super cool. So awesome. support in that way if you want to. There you go. There's that. And Bambi just released their Scon order shirt. Oh, that's right. We also uh. have, a, as a pun <laughs> from our last video, we actually, mm-hmm. as a pun on Law and Order, we did a Scon order shirt, and those are available on the website. Those are limited edition. We're only doing one like run of those. So that's a uh, really bucks good well spent. 
pun, and I'm surprised no other band no has one, done yeah, that I before. Know. No one's ever done that. I yeah, know. I know. It's uh, actually I have to give respect to Jamie Nicole Rocha, who's a, a, a merch person. She sells merch for RBA, Real Big Fish, and the Maxis, and everybody. Um, but she also is a huge fan. It comes to the shows a lot, and she had it on a. Uh, she said that oh, it's, it looks like ska in order, and we're like oh, taking it taking it Done. so of our last video <laughs> for carried away we did there's a it's like a television that's flipping channels and there's a ska in order um there's a ska in order show that the guy lands on and it's got you know it's got t-bone from our band and kyle our sec our, our horn section basically skanking over a chalk outline of a body it's <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. and also you can look up bambi's um christmas song Oh yeah, holiday, yeah. holiday cheer. cheer. We recorded it last year, and it came out last year. But it's hey, it always gets downloads uh, around Christmas time. So that be if you want to go check that out, feel free to do that as well. It's about drinking. It's about drinking and having holiday cheer and being groped by your family members. It's kind of gross. So anyway, <laughs> well, happy holidays. There it is. We'll see you guys <laughs> next time. Bye. Bye bye. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram at fa- and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures. Ugh. If, if you-, you enjoyed listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And take three. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind the scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to. Don't fuck up. Better leather, leather, better leather, leather, better. <laughs> and while you're at it, head over to our website at mixtapemixtapepodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify. Hey, I worked really hard on putting those playlists up. Or did you work really hard on avoiding other responses? Hey, don't worry about that. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. Or is it one more thing? <laughs> Not that. Okay. <laughs> One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review. Give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you found us on. See See ya. ya!